kind of a bummer that like I have absolutely no reason to buy a pretty purple iMac. This is not the topic, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll let people hear us muse on them anyway. I mean, absolutely love that they are the six color, six colors. I would have preferred a pink back on the pink iMac rather than a red back, but nobody asked me. So like the pink one is like where it gets like especially frustrating because like um, I think the front of all of them looks awful and you're only getting the pink as an accident of what happens when you, you know, hit the desaturate slider <laughs> on pure red. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the fronts are so bad, but I like pastel colors, so... I mean, the backs are the the backs are pretty nice. Uh, actually, the green one, both the back and the front, work really well for my undergraduate institution. So, like, I asked the um, IT director, like, "So, are you going to buy a bunch of green iMacs?" And she was like, "I don't know yet." <laughs> like, damn it. Mm-hmm. Or I think they actually had some um, software that wouldn't run on them yet, and so they needed to wait and see what the deal with that is. It, it's got to be a little awkward for education. Yeah, it, it's awkward for everyone because, well, you know, everyone uses some sort of horrible enterprise done on the CPU <laughs> drive encryption and all sorts of other shit that doesn't even have like a driver kit path. For right. It. VPN clients, the uh, antivirus product put out by my former employer. <laughs> I think recently it stopped bitching, like my, my Mac stopped bitching about it, um, not being ready for Big Sur. So maybe they finally updated it. I don't know. I don't pay that mm-hmm. much attention to it. But this is still not <laughs> the actual topic, um, which is why whenever I step outside my home, my eyes start watering violently. Actually, <laughs> they didn't. I got my mail a few minutes ago. And, and so, well, I shouldn't say that. My eyes are probably about to start watering violently. <laughs> well, at least my right eye. My left eye has a contact lens in it right now, so that'll probably be okay. Oh, does that, like, seal it in? It seems to. Like, if I'm wearing glasses, um, I it, it feels like I, it, it, they will water more from one eye than the other, but, like, which one is random. But I'm pretty sure that when I wear a contact lens, that eye, which you, you wouldn't think would work, because the lens really only covers, like, the pupil part. I don't know. I mean, so it's probably protecting ingress rather than egress. Yeah, I don't know. But uh... <laughs> you're not getting pollen in the eye. Because I, I did see in uh, the attempt at research on this that um, some recommendations included wearing sunglasses when you go outside. And I'm like, that well, doesn't I help, mean... actually. <laughs> that doesn't help me very much at all. Because, like, my regular glasses are functionally the same with respect to pollen as sunglasses in fact i have transitions lenses in two of my pairs of glasses <laughs> so they serve and it doesn't help at all and, and, and it's annoying because it's like my eyes squirt water out of them and like get splatters on my lenses which is bizarre and i don't know if other people's eyeballs do that yeah and i think the sunglasses thing more specifically refers to like discrete sunglasses are you know wrap around more than uh, the ones that are also corrective lenses because they're not lenses. So there's a better chance at sealing. Maybe, but that's like... It's still, it, yeah, it sounds optimistic. <laughs> that's mighty specific. And I, unless you're actually wearing like swim goggles. Right. It's basically like anything that doesn't protect you from cutting onions isn't going to protect you from pollen. Why is there so much pollen? <laughs> because we've ruined the earth. 
<laughs> yep. And I love the uh, article titles about this, you know, uh, are in the vein of, it's not you, it is worse every year. And an opening paragraph being, like, snarkily referring to the article of the same title <laughs> from, like, the past four years. <laughs> yeah. I take a daily Zyrtec because technically I'm allergic to cats, but I keep rubbing my face on them because it feels mm -hmm. nice. <laughs> um and I get like breakthrough eye watering is, is like my primary uh, symptom, which of course leads to sniffling because your tears also run down your nose, which is insane. Yeah. I don't know why humans are designed that way, but, uh, but my coworkers who don't take a daily Zyrtec <laughs> are pretty much laid flat. Um, now I can, I can, I can help mitigate the seasonal component <laughs> by supplementing my daily Zyrtec with uh, generic Flonase. <laughs> but it's getting to be a lot. So I had um, one of my uh, wonderful use of everyone's time, mandatory <laughs> 90 day, please give me more amphetamines because laws, mm. appointments today. Um, and, you know, one of the things we talked about was that um, like in terms of side effects, I'm glad that one of them that at least I experience is, um, like decongestion. Mm. So it seems to be helping. So like my eyes just feel like, boy, do they really want to like be watery right now? <laughs> but it's just not there because <laughs> they just can't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Perhaps I should push for a diagnosis, which I think I genuinely <laughs> probably need. Given, I, I mean, uh, you know, you've. Uh, managed to stay friends with me this long so yeah you, it's like, I, <laughs> I probably mask better like it seems sometimes like I have executive function but like it's largely technology assisted um but anyway that uh got her to bring up the fact that everyone she has talked to has been you know like patients right you know if they were already like uh you know like allergies are a problem that my doctor knows about mm -hmm. and are on my chart patients that, you know, it was just like, um, you know, worse than ever and barely manageable to people who have been like, I've never had any allergies or <laughs> only had a little allergies. You know, there's the hypothesis that, well, maybe it's because, you know, we've been wearing masks and being inside uh, so that maybe people don't have as much tolerance to allergies but that's sort of like not proven that it's a thing at all other yeah. than like as a child like there's a window where it seems like your immune system is like learning what's real and not but like i think everybody with children has been and and a backyard has been shoving the children into the backyard as much as possible um Right. And people like people walk like in my neighborhood, my current uh, I mean, you see people wa taking their children for walks like all the time because yeah. you need to tire them out so they will leave you the fuck alone. <laughs> uh, so I don't I don't think it's that. Plus, not everybody has been wearing masks this whole time, especially outside. Yeah. So it's not that. Like I've been lamenting from the start, just, you know, like going on runs or whatever in the park and like. Could you just like either wait to cross the bridge or just put mm -hmm. your damn mask on while we're in this tiny narrow thing where the you know distance is impossible? <laughs> now I'll and it's okay. I'll I'll just hold my breath and also look yeah. away. Yeah, 
I do that too. <laughs> like whenever I, I, like in the grocery store, or whatever, even when I'm wearing a mask, even if they're wearing a mask, I like instinctually hold my breath when I walk past a person now, which is probably a very strange behavior that I'm going to keep forever. Same. Because like I very rarely see there's there's somebody walking by my house right now with a, with a child in a stroller getting getting good and pollinated. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that the windstorms from a couple days ago, Friday, I guess, would have knocked uh, a lot of the pollen out of the trees, but it doesn't really work that way, alas. I I didn't this time, but I have in the past witnessed such winds actually creating, like, pollen whirlwinds and noticeable clouds of it just rolling through. Mostly... Uh, I notice it because I don't own a yellow car normally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do right now. Um, not so much because it rained today, but I definitely need to wash it, which I don't want to do because pollen. And who knows? I like, so in this, in the article that, that you pasted into this document, it it points out that the, the pollen season is moving earlier. Like the start is moving earlier but the end is not also moving earlier. Right. So it's just longer. In, in fact, it might be, I wouldn't be surprised if it were moving back. Right. Like if it was, yeah, also moving in the wrong direction. Right. Forward yeah. into December or whatever. Right. And the bugs yeah. also don't yeah. die. And it's just like, just like fire season and hurricane season as they slowly encircle the calendar completely. And where I live, it's about to be cicada season because brood, I don't know if it's brood X or brood 10, and I'm extremely inclined to say brood 10 because of Mac yeah, OS I th- Apple has po- Apple has poisoned us for that, but I think I've heard brood X more. But then again, I've also heard iPhone X more Ugh. and OS X more despite Ugh. knowing the correct things. So yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it, 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 I had to force those out. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so soon I'll be besieged with insects. And I also know that I am on the line of that. So who knows? Maybe because it was, you know, uh, slightly global warming, um, you know, 17 years ago that yeah. uh, the line managed to move up a little. You know, even if it because like, if it's like four miles, I'm fucked. <laughs> because I mean, like they like so like they were like, you know, a problematic quantity, like similar to everywhere south of us in Princeton. And up in, uh, you know, uh, New Brunswick, like mm-hmm. nothing, not a single one. Hmm. Like, it, like, you know, it's that narrow. It's really not term. that far from yeah. one to the other. Like we used to, I used to live near Princeton and we would go to the mall in New Brunswick all the time. Right. And also, it, uh, if you're just measuring like by like north, south, um, it's really right. short because they're really east west of each other in terms of what's <laughs> yeah. As the cicada flies. Um Right, yeah. <laughs> but my only hope is that my housing development was built in two thousand nine. So I'm hoping when they removed all the topsoil, which they always do for some reason, that maybe they removed all the cicadas in my immediate neighborhood, uh, and then replaced it with shitty topsoil from somewhere else. Yeah, although I also heard that they are, like, part of trees as well. Well, the trees are all baby trees. Well, they're 11-year-old trees, too. Okay, so that's that'll help. <laughs> Maybe it'll be okay. I don't know. But, I, I mean, even if it's just not, 
They don't have to be like spewing from the ground in your yard to ruin everything. <laughs> I know. They travel, <laughs> the little bastards. Just like the pollen, it gets everywhere. Um, and there are plenty of mature trees around. Uh, I it's interesting when spring happens. I I get because we moved in in winter, so I like there's some trees in my yard, but I don't know what they are. One of them, yeah. <laughs> one of them is an eastern redbud. It turns out, so it's a very pretty pink for a couple of weeks, and now it's kind of an ugly brown. <laughs> uh, as the leaves, the flowers have died, and the leaves are coming in. Um, there's also a what looks like a Norway maple, which is annoying because those are invasive and shitty. Yeah, and uh, also, so the, the two graphics that are in this article, one is the, you know, o- overlap of uh, symptoms with uh, COVID allergies, uh, influenza, and mm-hmm. common cold. You know, just the, uh, am I dying chart? Right. <laughs> um, which is great for everyone. Um, and the other one is, like, the, like, error bar type graph of, like, the pollination season for various plants or whatever. And, like, fucking maples are, like, <laughs> the biggest one on here. So, like, they're... Even, like, not modified season was always, like, dipping into February and June. Yeah. Uh, Although some of the grasses are worse. Um, The weeds are also not wonderful. I think I'm possibly more allergic to grasses and weeds than trees. Then again, my impression of that might be from Hawaii, (laughs) where we didn't really have... um, I guess we didn't really have trees that I was allergic to, but I definitely, whenever my dad mowed the lawn, <laughs> I had to close my windows and or take a Benadryl, which would knock me flat on my ass for two days. Yeah, I've been spending my entire adult life, by which I defined as having uh, at, uh, daily access to the uh, pollen count in uh, the Weather Channel, <laughs> to like uh, figure out like, which one of these three is high so I could maybe figure out which one affects me and have yet to find any correlations at all. It's all of them. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like getting back to like the quantity thing, it's like, that's it. Like that's why it's affecting people who haven't previously been affected because an immune reaction and some people's immune systems are like, whatever, this is fine. I can ignore it. It's just like sand. And... <laughs> But then it gets to a point where it's like, are you being buried alive? <laughs> right. Something's bad thing, bad thing. Also, like like every allergen is is like that. With repeated exposures, your likelihood of developing an allergy is it gets higher. Like if you, you know, you start having your your mouth starts feeling weird when you eat a strawberry and then eventually you'll make your way to anaphylaxis. So you need to stop right, eating yeah. strawberries before that. <laughs> Right. Unfortunately, it's less of a matter of choice when it comes to being in pollen. Uh, Although, so I haven't heard of anyone. Also, I haven't looked, but (laughs) you'd think you would have heard of it if somebody had actually had an anaphylactic uh, reaction to just like ambient pollen. Um, But, you know, if anybody's going to, it's probably going to happen in the next 10 years. Yeah, we're getting there. Um, because, of course, it's, you know, another damn feedback loop that's part of everything climate change related, where every problem is making climate change worse, and which is also making the problem worse. Right. We want to, like, even when the weather is nice, I don't really want to open my windows, which means I'm running my air conditioner, which means I'm contributing to global warming, which means I'm making it worse, and next year I'm going to run my air conditioner even more, and 
and so on and so forth. Yeah, other than uh, turning it off to record, and luckily it's a cool, gloomy day here, so it's not too much of a problem. <laughs> but yeah, I've just had it just running just because if I, you know, turn it off and leave it off, it's all, you know, just, just being on this side of the damn equinox means even if it's overcast that, you know, the building will just greenhouse net <laughs> positive temperatures. <laughs> this house actually has two air conditioners because <laughs> it's got zoned uh, HVAC, which is pretty great, actually, because like the downstairs part is quite a bit cooler than the upstairs. So I can just adjust my thermostat from my phone <laughs> to, be, uh, to be a bit lower upstairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm still making do with, you know, just... Well, you have window um, units, right? Yeah, yeah, sufficiently dumb window units on HomeKit plugs. <laughs> mm. How, uh, I'm surprised that that works um, well, because that's like, I don't know, I guess it just switches on and off, like, by itself, but you wouldn't think you would like having its power cut, and I also, like, did you get, like, extra beefy <laughs> uh, home kit outlets? Because that's, like, a significant draw when it first kicks on. Yeah, so I've uh, handled that in a, a couple of ways, um, but because they are standard plug wall units, other than that spike, they have to fit into 15 amps, and all of the home kit plugs um, are as well required to support that. Oh, okay. That's nice. Um, the older, like the oldest one I have, um, that one does if I plug the big one into that and like run it for like eight hours on like, you know, 60 degrees coldness <laughs> instead of like energy saver and like always instead of auto. That one itself will uh, just like do its own like internal breaker kind of thing. Even that is like, like failing in the correct direction because it doesn't even lose HomeKit connectivity when that happens. Hmm. And so like, uh, it doesn't tell HomeKit that happened, <laughs> um, but that's possibly, like, Apple's fault for not, like, including that as a choice of things it could tell it. Yeah, that really should be uh, a message that you would be able to get, but whatever, Apple. Yeah, so it just it just continues having its status reported as on. So to, like, flip it, uh, I you know, like, in HomeKit, we were, you know, walking up to the thing. Um, you have to do it to, like, off and then on again. Hmm. It's, you know, about laziness and just, like, <laughs> Uh, having the ability to like always be running one of the two based on where I don't want noise or a thing blowing in my face. Right. You know, like, I, I am worried about like having to replace them with either something with HomeKit built in, which is, you know, a $200 add-on because <laughs> they can. Right. Um, uh, or getting one that is not sufficiently dumb enough that it retains its settings through power cycle. Hmm. For now, they're just keeping me alive in terms of being <laughs> able to breathe or see or whatever. I'm pretty grateful to my HVAC filters, which if you haven't replaced them already, you'll want to get on that because you need to replace them about every three months or sometimes more often, depending on blah, blah, blah. Uh, the ones that I pulled out, I don't know <laughs> when the previous owner would have changed them, but <laughs> they were 
not great. <laughs> I moved in in January and I changed them at like, I don't know, the beginning of April or something. And it was, it was oh, these are pretty gross. Um, but I bought six bags of each. So I should be set for a while. Yeah. Oh, and also like as you're putting like not mileage on your car in the pandemic, or maybe you are because you're traveling more than usual because you're still crazy or whatever. Mm. If wherever you're taking your car is telling you that like your mileage or time or whatever isn't like quite lined up with when they're supposed to like recommend changing the thing, um, tell them to do it anyway. Yeah, they. Sh I should probably just, just let them do it. <laughs> I definitely like definitely whenever they tell me to, that I need to change my cabin air filter, I'm like, okay, that sounds true. Because like especially at my old house, I parked under a maple tree. Uh, a fucking Norway maple tree, which would drop those <laughs> stupid little... Actually, it would drop different shit on my car all year round, almost. It's always um, got something going on. Yeah, pretty much, which... <sighs> maple trees are cool and all, um, but first of all, plant a native maple, not a shitty Norway maple. And second, ugh, they drop so much crap. Um, which is why, as we discussed in a long-ago episode, um, they started planting boy trees... <laughs> Yeah. Boy trees everywhere, which of course also helped exacerbate the pollen uh, problem, which we further exacerbated through our other less deliberate actions. Yeah. Oh, and the, the final one we didn't mention was, um, so all of that, you know, is like the heat. Um, but what the increased CO2 in the atmosphere lets them do is um, it lets them allocate more of their budget to flowers. <laughs> Which Wonderful. means that the uh, girl trees will be able to make more fruits, you know, if it's not literal fruit, you know, or just like the other things that drops on your car. Seed dealies. Yeah. Um, which, you know, have the potential to turn into a greater number of additional trees, which when squirrels take them away from somewhere <laughs> that's regularly lawn mode, um, will also mature faster. And it also means that the boy trees are also doing more flowers, mm. which are the ones spewing the shit. Yeah. So it's, again, it's another feedback loop of horrible. And there's no way out of it. This is one of those things where it's like, <laughs> like when they're talking about like, you know, like reduce, uh, you know, particulates by whatever to like limit uh, whatever effects like this is like what like those limits mean. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're stuck with this one for a while. Like, this is, like, like zero emissions today is, like, it'll take a hundred years for, like, the pollen to get back in sync with itself. Mm. Meanwhile, all that sea ice is melting and basically we're fucked. Well, it's okay, because now we can mine up there. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I mean, there, there are also, like, just thousands of random gigantic sinkholes in the permafrost in Russia that that also, if I'm not mistaken, emit huge amounts of CO2 because it's like basically exploding or something. And old diseases. So we could have an old pandemic Oh, love next. that. <laughs> really makes you want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the great new diagnosis of climate-related despair already. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, where it's like you have anxiety about real things and it's not really right to give you pills. It's just acknowledging that <laughs> this is your life now right. no actually you're experiencing a reasonable amount of worry about these terrible conditions so mm, you're gonna have to just yeah. start medicating people for reading the newspaper no it's okay trump isn't president anymore we don't have to we don't have to pay attention to the bad things <sighs>
I'm, I'm going to end it on that epic sigh.